Good afternoon, my fellow Sith brothers and sisters, purebloods, cultists, rebel scum on the run, but most importantly, you, my fellow Star Wars fans, to another exciting and special edition of My Life on Exegol. I made it back in one piece from Dragon Con been back for almost two days, got back late Tuesday night, watched the new Ahsoka episode, had to COVID home test because a couple people in my group popped positive and so did a lot of people there. However, I retested again this morning, still negative. So just some sinus crud to get over. So bear with me. I'm going to do the best I can to make it through this episode without hacking up a lung. But I wanted to talk about my Dragon Con experience with you guys. I know that these episodes tend to be some of favorites because they are truly one of a kind. So I wanted to preface this by saying I've only been to... Galaxy Con here in Richmond last year was my first year. And then I went this year. I went two days this year. I went to a smaller con, Fairfax Comic Con, last summer. And then this one, Dragon Con in Atlanta, that ran Labor Day weekend. Holy fucking shit is all. I, I just. I've been to a WrestleMania weekend years ago. I went to WrestleMania 23 in Detroit. This is the closest thing to Dragon Con that I can equivalent in terms of experiences and the amount of people and just sensory overload. It's really a lot. Um, if you are big into cosplay... Everywhere. I did not do that this year because I wanted to strictly absorb the experience. Uh, a lot of people that I can't even, like I said, it just, it's mind blowing the amount of effort that was put into the costuming. A lot of mashups, great mashups. And definitely has me excited in thinking about next year. I do know that the 2024 memberships are on sale through the 18th, which I fully intend and endorse and support those that want to experience a Dragon Con. You've got 11 months to prepare. I cannot recommend it enough. Now, I have not been to... Some of the other larger cons in the U.S., I haven't been to New York Comic Con, uh, San Diego Comic Con. I haven't been to a celebration or um, I'm trying to think some of the other ones, which I had thought about going to Boston uh, at the beginning of this past month. But I ended up, thankfully, diverting my attention to Dragon Con. Now, I had plenty of time to pack and prepare, 
splitting at least the hotel part five ways was definitely very affordable. Worked out to about 400 or so a piece for the entire week. Even though the Comic-Con doesn't officially kind of start kicking off until Thursday, Friday, we got there Wednesday morning. We drove overnight Tuesday into Wednesday. Had very light sprinkles because I know the hurricane was working its way up and thankfully it went just south of us where we were going. So we didn't really encounter a whole lot driving down. And if anything, it was a little bit of rain the first night we were there, Wednesday night, but it wasn't anything major. The rest of the week was very mild in comparison. It wasn't as hot as it was around here, which I'm very thankful because when we were driving back Tuesday afternoon, when we were hitting like South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, like the humidity, it was still like 85, 90 degrees outside in the evening and at night. And my sinuses were, I mean, the sinus pressure was just off the charts. But to my friends that I went with, Julia, Steve, and of course, Joel, who brought us together. Now, Joel is a friend of mine from the local 501st Garrison Tyrannus. Uh, I've known him for a few years through Galaxy Con and also at, um, we had, also bumped into each other at Dominic Pace's Richmond Comics autograph signing as well, and we've managed to keep in touch. I had such an amazing time, and I think I'm still, I don't want to say recovering is the word, but just still blown away by being able to experience something like that. And. If you have not had a chance to go to a Dragon Con, I highly, highly recommend it. (coughs) Excuse me. Anyway. Thursday night. Had just enough time to watch the latest Ahsoka episode. Episode 3 which I was a little disappointed with (coughs) because it was like barely 34 minutes. And all I could think of was the joke, we're supposed to be going up, not down. And I was a little underwhelmed compared to the first two that came out. This week obviously redeemed itself, but I'm going to save that for another episode where I can specifically talk about those because I need to complete my rewatches. Anyways, <clears throat> watch the Ahsoka episode. We're driving down. We make pretty good timing getting in there Wednesday morning. We relax and sleep. We go out Wednesday night, our first official night there. Went to Hard Rock Cafe. Fantastic food. Badge pickup was Thursday morning. Badge pickup, the line wasn't too terrible. Um, 
maybe an hour or two, a couple hours, but the line was moving considering how many people were there for badge pickup. We do more people walk watching around the hotels. And I end up coming across Now, in the hotels on the different levels, they had different breweries that had booths. And I really gravitated towards New Realm Brewing. Shout out to Allie and Edwin. So, Friday, I was able to get a group of people that evening to go to. New Realm Brewing for dinner. But to rewind, Thursday was badge pickup. Friday was Walk of Fame. That's when the celebrity stuff started. That area opened up around 1 o'clock. Now, I definitely felt more well-rested Friday. Because on average, we got back to the room between 1.30 and 3 every night we were there because we went out and did stuff. Usually dinner was probably a little later than, than anticipated. And then we walked around the host hotels and people watched, mainly at the Marriott because that's where a bulk of the people were. But Friday is where we kind of split off and did some stuff. And actually, now that I'm thinking on it, Saturday was the New Realm Brewery dinner because Friday night was um, cocktails over Coruscant for my 501st friends, and I was not a part of that, so I did my own thing. However, when you're going to an event this large, you will quickly learn that it is a marathon, not a sprint. However, Friday was a sprint day for me because. Aside from Andy Circus, who was Sunday only, I time managed the fuck out of my Friday, and I got every single person except for Andy knocked out Friday, including the authors. <coughs> Walk of Fame. Freddie was not down there when everything first opened. So I backtracked and went to see Katie O'Brien and Omid, a.k.a. Dr. Pershing. And then I went, uh, also got D. Bradley Baker. Actually, D. Bradley was the first one that I got because his line was not that long. And I figured out of the other ones I wanted to see, D. Bradley's line was probably going to be the longest. So I had time to get them all knocked out and went back to get into Freddie's line. Freddie Prince Jr., a.k.a. Keenan Jarrus. <coughs>
Prince Jr. was the main one that I anticipated having an emotional response to because of my connection and, and my affection for Rebels. I really anticipated it. Now, what I eventually would learn is oftentimes the people you don't necessarily plan on meeting that often are the ones that surprise you the most. And that, after having experienced it a second time at a Comic-Con, a different Comic-Con with a different celebrity, that is 100% true. Now, I'm big on energy. I understand, obviously, with the strike going on, that things are a little touch and go. Some of the celebrities were very limited as to what they could sign and talk about. I had three things for Freddie Prince Jr. to sign. The Canaan Omnibus, my new Force Order t-shirt, and I also decided to get him to sign my Loft Cat, my Build-A-Bear Loft Cat, which I carried around the entire fucking day. My, oh my gosh, it was, <laughs> that was an adventure. Especially after I got it signed. I also made one of my first few line friends at Dragon Con, Justin. And I was really let down by my interaction. I was. I'm very big on energy, being an empathetic person, and I don't know if it was just because he had just gotten there, but when he got to the table, I was definitely getting this vibe or this energy that I don't know if it's if he wanted to be there or that he was there against. I just it, it I just wasn't getting good vibes from him. Now he was only down there for a limited time because he had a panel at four o'clock. So that was the other thing in the back of my head is okay. I'm cl I'm far enough up towards the front of the line. This isn't going to be a problem. He wasn't doing any photos at the table just autographs. So I go to hand over my three things to get signed. I wanted my Lothcat personalized. I did not get that. And I tried to show him my Rebels tattoos, my Imperial Disguise Chopper and my two Lothcats. Didn't even look at them and said, that's fantastic. Um, I, oh. Looking at the signature on my loft cat paw, you could barely see it. So I walk away and I go back around and see Dan Fogler from 
fanboys. And had a really great time with him, got to meet him. And I got him, even though it's, we're going to say unofficially Star Wars connected because fanboys pokes fun of Star Wars and Star Trek fans. I got him to sign my NFO tank anyway, and I, I intentionally wanted him to write, no one calls Han Solo a bitch. Because <laughs> those of you who know, I'm a very big Kylo Ren, a.k.a. Ben Solo fan. So I love poking fun of my Han Solo friends every chance that I get. So that was very intentional. Had a great time. I go back around to Freddie's table and I ask one of the main people in charge of the line control over there if I could get it re-signed, my Lofcat, because you could barely see it. I'm put into the front of Freddie's line again to get it signed, and obviously the material, it's not really cooperating. You know, Freddie's, you know, he's like, you know, I want you to get what you want. And, you know, actually, he's he's talking for once, which is which is fine, because it was more than what I got from him when I was actually in front of him. And. Going back over it, it looks better than what it did, so I'm happy. I walked away. And. Uh, yeah, my interaction with um, FPJ really, really fucked with my head. It really did. Uh, I kept looking at the time. I knew Kevin Anderson had a four o'clock signing at the Mart. So I literally flew down the street to the Mart. Managed to get right in and was first in line for Kevin. One book for him to sign the Jedi Academy trilogy, which I got signed and I got a picture with. And then I proceeded to walk around all four levels of the Mart. I figured, you know what? I'm by myself. I fucking might as well, while I'm here, walk it and see what's around. So if there's anything that I want to buy, I can either get it while I'm there or I can, when we all come back as a group in a couple days, I know what to look for. Hitting a couple of booths on the third level, um, Hans Pins and Designs by Ash. Um, I got some bunch of pins, Rebels pins, including a Kyloda and a couple different Lothcats, including the carpet, the uh, Marriott carpet exclusive. Holocron, aka Wayfinder, and um, a Chopper Heart. Then I started discovering ribbon collecting, which that was kind of the beginning of ribbon collecting while I was by myself for the afternoon. I happen to check Facebook and I see Timothy Zahn is doing more autograph signing Friday night at the Westin. And perfect because I have my three OG Thrawn paperbacks for him to sign. And I knew or I had intentions of seeing him on Sunday 
when he was doing an autograph signing. However, because I was still going back and forth with Andy Circus's stuff, his stuff was too closely timed to Andy's. And then something in my gut told me, you need to go see him now because Sunday you're not going to be, I, I just, something told me I wasn't going to get out of Andy's lines quick enough. And I'm very glad that I did because that I was in Andy's lines for quite a while, but I'll get to that later. Went back to the hotel, swapped out my stuff in my backpack for my Timothy Zahn books and went over to the West End. Was a little bit of a bitch trying to find my way around, but we fucking made it. I also went ahead, and that was my solo dinner night. I went ahead and had um, breakfast for dinner at the Metro Diner, which fucking phenomenal food. And then Saturday, Saturday we kind of regrouped. That Saturday was the brewery day, and. of us and a couple others from another group, we all Ubered over to New Realm. Fucking amazing food and and beer. I'm not an IPA drinker, but their New Realm booth inside the Marriott, they got me addicted to Psychedelic Rabbit. It's a 6.5% transcendent IPA. Oh my gosh. I'm not even an IPA drinker, but that beer made me a believer. And I became friends with with one of the girls running the booth. And she told me to go check it out and ask for Edwin. I was not disappointed. There was six of us. Two, four, five of us, sorry. Five of us. Amazing. I had a, it was supposed to be a meatball sub, but it was more so a meatball boat because the top was kind of scooped out. But the meatball sub, the sauce to cheese to pesto to meatball ratio was amazing. I attended what those of us who are craft beer snobs and you get a chance to do a flight at a brewery. um, A lot of us call it attending flight school. I attended flight school. I actually was introduced to Edwin, another IPA of theirs. It's a 9%, even more so smooth than Psychedelic Rabbit, 6.5%. Also an IPA. Similar, I wouldn't say similar taste profile. Hold On Juicy has a little bit more of a melon going in, but the same IPA hop taste going down. But very similar, somewhat almost as a brother and sister in terms of an IPA. I actually liked Hold On Juicy a little bit more. And when you start getting into eight or nine percents that are that smooth, those are the ones that you have to be very careful with because those ones you can get in trouble. So I did a a five flight. I got Batwit. Psychedelic Rabbit, Hold On Juicy, and they had a strawberry cider that was actually really good. And I'm not a big person on ciders, but uh, I actually really liked that. And then, of course, I got a couple Hold On Juicies. 
of you who know me very well, I am very big on introducing new people to new things and bringing everybody together at breweries. That's something that I happen to have a little bit of a knack for. What do you like? Maybe you should try this. I got two of my other friends addicted to the the IPA, Psychedelic Rabbit and Hold On Juicy, the ones that were part of my group. And they're not big beer drinkers or IPA drinkers. Yours truly got them there. I also want to shout out to the two from another group that joined us, Tim and Rick. Um, it it was it was an amazing time and an amazing meal with with friends, and I am so grateful that I was able to check out a local brewery friends because it's where I arguably feel most comfortable. We did more people watching and then Sunday, Sunday morning, we got back to the room rather late because we were people watching and and checking everything out in the host hotels until two, almost well past 2 a.m. Sunday. And so I knew Epic Photos opened at 10 o'clock Sunday morning. And I, I kept going back and forth with, did I get Andy's edges? I, something in my gut told me because I knew there were issues with them cutting off lines for um, Elijah Wood and Sean Aston. They were there Saturday, Sunday. Something told me with Andy being a Sunday only that Andy's lines were, you know, it was really going to push it. And I, Part of me was like, you know what? He's the main one you really wanted to see. You knew he was a Sunday only. You need to go attempt to go see him. And if you don't, then, you know, hey, at least you tried. But if I didn't try, I was going to regret it. I had nothing else planned Sunday anyway because I got all my celeb stuff done on Friday. And I'm, again, very glad that I did that. Sunday, we, I was the first one up and I, I, no coffee, little sleep, started feeling a little sinusy and I'm like, Jesus fuck, please, dear God, I'm eating pup tarts on my way down. <clears throat> I'm flying over to the Marriott to get my Andy Circus tickets, praying to God. I'm like, okay, they're still available online. I, this, everything's looking really good. I get right in, I get my autograph ticket for Andy and my photo op ticket for Andy. Yes, they were $10 higher and I was paying in cash, but you know what? I got them. I didn't really complain. Fine. Whatever. I got my Andy circus tickets. I had planned. I intentionally had money set aside to see Andy because I knew Andy was going to be the most expensive. At first, I was going just do the photo, but I'm like, you know what? I actually have something for him to sign. Go ahead and fucking do both of them. Boom. Sunday is dedicated to seeing Andy. I had roughly an hour to try and regroup myself and get myself situated before my photo. I was unsuccessful in obtaining coffee, and I even went over to the Hyatt and came back to the Marriott, and I... Everybody was, the lines were too long and I didn't want to go too far and miss the lineup for Andy's photo op at 1210. 
So I went back downstairs, got an Andy's photo op line. Surprisingly, only 15, 20 minutes late getting in front of Andy. But you know what? It Once we finally started moving, and, and this is... <clears throat> This is a point that I want to make about when you're meeting celebrities like this, and especially when you're paying money to see these celebrities. And I think at times, sometimes people forget this part. You have people that have traveled very far and have stood in a long line to see you. Least you could do is put on a smile. I had a couple seconds to regroup when it came my turn for Andy because the uh, they had brought in people that I guess their eyes were closed or something in the photo. So they ended up retaking the photo. So I had time to, to group myself. By then, I had a shit ton of ribbons that were down past my knees on my badge. So I ended up putting that over my shoulder like a purse. So I intentionally had my Kino Loy swim school tank on comes my turn to meet Andy Circus. he 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 laughs and jokes that he likes the tank we take the photo very polite present and I was like thank you so much he's like no thank very very warm and welcoming that was worth it that's all I wanted that was exactly yes it was quick but it was an acknowledgement. It was polite, courteous, friendly. Hey, thank you. I like the tank. You know, it wasn't just a high bye, like a lot of these photo ops tend to go. And especially with Andy being a Saturday or Sunday only, he was an amazing, amazing good spirits. I actually looked up to, I guess he was also at uh, GalaxyCon in Texas the same weekend. So that's why he was Sunday only. Amazing sport. I can't say enough. I, I I was fully prepared to be like, you know what? I can go home after this. I got the photo. But I still had the autograph thing I had to go back for. Now, I knew with the way the photo ops were going, they were going to cut him off from that. And he had a, a Lord of the Ring panel with Sean and Elijah at 1 o'clock. So when I got out of the photo op, I was told to, you know, go back over and line up for the autograph at 2.30. They were anticipating he would come back down around 2.30. So I end up going back over to the Hyatt and the Hilton. I go through those and I manage to find um, lunch and a snack. And my caramel macchiato, which didn't even make the lobby it in. I go back downstairs into the autograph area of the Marriott so that way I am in the area that I need to for Andy. I eat my lunch. I'm intentionally sitting in front of a restroom. I go do that again. And then about 2.15 or so, I go to get in the line for Andy Circus, which at the point, at that point was in two different rooms. They had the the morning the morning group that had gotten cut off before the photo ops. They were allowed to be in the smaller room, and then they were lining us up also on the side of the epic photo area. 
the ones of us that were got into line later in the afternoon or after photo op. Surprisingly, we moved over from the epic photo op room into the smaller room fairly, fairly quickly. However, like I have said before, it is a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> this is what we signed up for. And the thing with Andy Circus that you have to realize is he, Andy just doesn't appeal to Star Wars fans. He appeals to Lord of the Rings fans, Marvel. He was also in um, Planet of the Apes. He has a very impressive body of work that appeals to a wide range of fandoms. So patience is the motto of the day. Get comfortable, make friends in line, which I did. I also saw my friend Justin a couple rows over from Freddie Prince line. And one of the other girls in my group, Julia, was in front of me a couple rows. So I wasn't the only one from the group down in Andy's line. <coughs> Thankfully, I only had to get out of line once to go to the bathroom. Eventually, I would find out that he didn't get back down into the autograph area until almost 5.30. So by then, we were already sitting in line for three hours. It would be at least another hour before I got in front of him. So... You zigzag line in a small room next to where he actually is. And then when they actually bring you into the room where he's signing, there's a couple more zigzags. So all in all, from the time I got into the autograph line to when I actually got in front of him was a little over four hours, give or take. Was it worth it? Absolutely. When I got in front of Andy, of course I had I only I had I was going back and forth between getting him to sign my 8x10 or my new force order tank. I really wanted him to sign the new force order tank. I really did. And they were limiting as to what he could write on there if you wanted it personalized. As a sequel lover, I I I love him and know him more. Yes, I love him in Lord of the Rings. But considering I'm a Star Wars fan and this is a Star Wars podcast tank I'm getting him to sign, it's got to be a Snoke quote. It's got to be. So I looked up and I wanted him to write heir apparent to Lord Vader, but that was too fucking long. I should have joked that my name was heir apparent and, and I should I should have fucking figured it out. But anyways, I got him to do come closer, I said, which is the line he says to Ray in episode eight in the throne room right before the throne room scene fight with the praetorians i got him to write that again this guy sitting in front of me who has never met me before uh, well briefly earlier Still in great spirits. He's probably tired. He knows he's got a lot of people in line to see him. But he still. I can't say enough about 
Andy and, and just the amazing experience that I had with him. Yes, he was the most expensive of the ones I planned to see the entire weekend. But was it worth it? Every penny? Yes, it was. And I'm actually regretting that I didn't get him to sign other stuff. But he does still do actively do Comic-Cons. I'll get him again. No problem. I will gladly. He is the first celebrity I actually stood in a long line for. Not if you're counting... Years ago, when I was heavy into WWE, I did go to a Batista autograph signing in Manassas at a BMW dealership years ago. I don't necessarily count that, but in terms of Comic-Cons and celebrities standing in lines for, John Carlos was not that long, was about 45 minutes or so. Um... I think John Carlo was the second long. Well, Ashley Eckstein, I know her lines are usually a little long because she takes time with everybody. But Andy's was definitely the longest by far. I completely rationed my Gatorade. <laughs> I left the autograph area completely complete. I officially got everything done that I wanted to do. I saw everybody that I wanted to see. I got everything signed that I brought with me. I met my friend Joel over at the Hilton. He was doing an auto, uh, a photo shoot. And when we were walking back from the Hilton, on the corner was Planned Parenthood people. A couple of them were females. Now, I want to preface this by saying there were so many fucking Barbie and Ken cosplay there because obviously it's the, the hot movie of the summer. That the joke going around Dragon Con when you're walking around and you bump into anybody wearing pink, even a Dolores Umbridge made a joke that she was called Barbie. pink you heard hello barbie it was kind of a joke a running gag i didn't wear pink all weekend and i said hey to a couple barbies and i got hey barbie back but you know i guess it's you know hey anybody that says hey barbie to you whether they're wearing pink or not you just but especially if they're wearing pink you heard hey barbie <laughs> so <coughs> my friend joel who is dressed 52 Joker, quite scary looking. He says something about going up to him and saying, hey, Barbie, I thought he was joking. I didn't think he was actually going to do it. So what does he do? He fucking goes right up to one of the chicks in the pink Planned Parenthood shirt. And he goes in the in the scary Joker voice in the more more so Mark Hamill-esque Joker. Hey, Barbie. Poor girl is confused, scared, does not get the joke at all. So Joel, my friend, I'm sitting there dying at this point. And he's like, wait a minute, you're not Barbie. And he just fucking walks away. <laughs> it's moments like that, that it 
it solidifies my uh it uh I wish I had a video of it. I, I regret it so much. We finally get back to the hotel around eight o'clock because he got stopped quite a few being dressed as a as a joker variant. And we go to dinner at uh Pizza Napolitano. If I'm being perfectly honest, those of you in the ATL area or those of you that attend Dragon Con, just some advice. If you have any sensitivity to cigar smoke because it's above a cigar room, don't go. The entire fucking time while we were waiting for a table and while we were eating, cigar smoke because it's kind of an open air on top of a cigar room the appetizers we got were good we should have just stuffed our faces on those we got uh fried gnocchi and bruschetta amazing the pizzas that we got mm, nothing to write home about they were okay we got a four cheese that was basically a white pizza. That was pretty good. Um, yeah, it was just, it was okay. It was nothing special. You figure a few of us are definitely fighting off sinus things at this point. Unfortunately, as I said earlier, two from my group did pop positive for COVID when we got back home. Tuesday night, one Tuesday night, one yesterday morning. Thankfully, I tested Tuesday night when I got home and this morning, both negative. Thank the Lord, like I said earlier, just dealing with some sinus shit, which you can tell in here. So, um, yeah, being around that cigar smoke definitely did not help. Friday, we were definitely, or Monday, we were definitely feeling it. Monday's the last day. Everything pretty much cl is, is closing up and pretty much over by that point. Monday was a shopping day. We kind of split up and did a little bit more of that. Ultra Sabers. <clears throat> they have the uh, XR Kun hilt there, which they call the Diminicide hilt. It's a double blue. It is shorter than Darth Maul's by a couple inches, not by much. But they had it there. They had the stunt blade there with electronics, no sound for two thirty nine. And I'm I am having a battle with my conscience. I had the cash on me. I was like, mm, no, don't do it. I have put that blade, that hilt, in my cart so many times. And every time I I, I back out because, one, where the hell am I going to put it in here? And, two, I would rather put that money towards getting my XR Kun tattoo done, which, thankfully, I got Kevin Anderson's blessing on. I did get to meet up again with Georgian T, who is one of the main creator, aka pencilers for the Mandalorian series comics. Also got to say hi to John Jackson Miller again. It was really nice to see him. 
And for our final meal, went back to New Realm Brewery. Uh, yes, it was Labor Day. Yes, they were out of a lot of stuff. But for the most part, we still had a good time. We ended up bringing back some pieces of cake and cheesecake from Metro Diner back to the hotel. And we, uh, our last night there, we um, split up desserts and played Cards Against Humanity and Family Business, which is a crime mob boss game. Thankfully, we had late checkout Tuesday because friend Joel is a Marriott Bonvoy member, so we got at least an extra hour and a half. We got out of the hotel on time. Considering we did not get on the road until almost close to 1, and for me to get home just after 10, we did amazing time. We hit very light, little traffic on Charlotte, which we got diverted and took 485 around. But we did amazing timing. But when I got home Tuesday night, I started my laundry, got most of my stuff unpacked. Went out for a little bit yesterday wearing um, one of my tea turtle shirts, which I freaking love. It, uh, it's a kitty cat with a blurred out giving the middle finger saying I'm a fucking delight. It's Guys, there is one lesson I can impress upon you. When you have a chance or an opportunity to go to something like Dragon Con, fucking do it. It is truly, especially if you cosplay, and I know there are also various jokes about Drunken Con and, and stuff like that. You know, obviously, you know, with it being one of the larger cons on the East Coast, if you haven't been to one, you have to go and experience the whole week. Get there a day or two before stuff starts and leave a day or so after it checks out so there's not any craziness. Yes, you have to worry about con crud. Yes, there's some people that parked in some unsavory places that got their cars broken into. Thankfully, you know, we were smart where we parked and where we stayed. We were not in a host hotel. We were just outside, perfectly, perfectly positioned. Um, yeah, it was just, everything was amazing. And I miss, I miss being down there so much. And I miss, just having that feeling and that just not having a plan and just completely going about your day and just fucking rolling with it. I am so much a back on back on target, you know, back on schedule or back on um back on program. <laughs> That's my andor joke. That it has been so long since I took a vacation like that and for that long that to be able to do that and experience everything that I did and get to do everything that I wanted to do truly one of a kind and that is 
my Dragon Con experience dictated to you guys. Thank you again for hanging in with me. Sorry. Sorry for the coughing up along there a few times. I just, if you have a chance to go, like I said, 2024 memberships all five days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, are $100 until September 18th. Please, if you haven't gone or you've gone, go. Because I am already planning on buying my next year's ticket before it goes off sale time. I am going to go ahead and jump off. My Ahsoka rewatches this afternoon. I've got another day to relax before I go back to work tomorrow. I'm going to complete my Ahsoka rewatches and then jump back on later and talk about episodes three and four with you guys. Please do not forget to like, comment, or subscribe wherever you are listening to this podcast. Shout out to Friends and celebrities that made my first Dragon Con experience a tremendous success. Thank you so much. Whether you are a first time listener or a long time listener, as always, your support is invaluable. Thank you for joining me. And until next time, as always, may the force be with you.